The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. With your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Let's radiate emotional wellness with Tracy McQuinn, who is, well, our newest practitioner with Radiate Wellness, but gosh, it's been months, so it doesn't feel all that new. But Tracy's into some really interesting things. When we first met, I was just impressed. It's like, wow, you do this and that and that and that. It's like, my goodness. So welcome, Tracy. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad this finally worked out. Yeah. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> you do some interesting things my gosh yep I do a little handful of this and that <laughs> your background is not in this holistic wellness area it is but it isn't I was in the medical like mainstream medical for years and years as well as a little dental a little this little that but during that last part of the time I was in medical I kind of So I got exposed to a lot of the energy therapies and the reflexology, massage, what have you, and vibrational healing, therapeutic touch, all that stuff. So at the time, though, the energy medicine didn't make sense. It was interesting, but it didn't make sense. I was in a different mindset then. Now that's 20 some years ago. So now the energy is really starting to make sense. And so I've gotten really into more stuff that's into that direction. Mm-hmm. And there's the EFT, TFT tapping. There's the, of course, Reiki. And what else do I do? <laughs> frequency <laughs> healing, sound frequency kind of thing. And then the emotion code. And I'm almost done with my body code certification, but not yet. But I am with the emotion code. And those are my two big things I'm really pushing because they just have been so effective. Oh my gosh. Okay. So just to go back and reiterate, you were in nursing, mainstream type of nursing mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Started adding on some of these new types of modalities, these energy frequency modalities, energy healing modalities. How did you find out about that? 
that was all just because I went to massage school to learn something more relaxing. So <laughs> that just happened. I wasn't chasing after it. I really wasn't familiar with it until then. So, mm-hmm. but I saw the short mainstream medicine's got its talents, definitely, but it's got its shortcomings too. And you see those when you're working in that field. And I'm like, mm, there's something missing here. And I kind of feel like now there's got to be a happy medium between these two, because if you rip your arm off in a machinery or something, no, you're not going to meditate. No, you're not going to do body code or emotion. They both have their place, but I think there's, they need to integrate with each other better. They do. Yes. Like you said, the the traditional medicine has its place. You've got high blood pressure. You need to get that down immediately while working on the contributing factors, the energy and the emotion contributing to it, but you've got to get a handle on it. Now you've got high blood sugar. You've got to get a handle on that now, but at the same time, you've got to work on where you're resisting things. So we've all got two sides to every illness. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you go back to that whole idea of everything's created in, in spirit or energy first, I mean, we collect all this baggage, let's call it, that's what I call it emotional baggage, emotional energy, basically stuff that we don't need to carry around. We get in our bodies and in our energy fields. And then that manifests into all kinds of things. Like you're saying, blood pressure or heart disease or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. but the acute part of that, when you're like, okay, my bottom number of my blood pressure is 130. Okay. Yeah. You need to get that down now and work on this stuff in the background. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think that both need to happen because what caused it? We're not going to have complete healing until we look at the cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, now that's something that uh, the person who came up with the emotion code is Dr. Bradley Nelson. And uh, he's with Discovery Healing. That's the, if you want to look that up, discoveryhealing.com. But anyway, he's a chiropractor and he in practice was seeing people come in and like, oh, he had to put this particular adjust this particular bone or whatever and a week later here they are again and he puts it back again and then a week later and I've been through this myself and he's like why are these things not saying why is this not fixing the problem well he's finding after developing this whole thing that it's it's trapped emotions are generally underneath why this thing keeps happening and once he cleared those it would stay I'm like oh that's awesome (laughs) So to have him do this in real-time practice was cool. So how does that work that we carry around these emotions with us? If things are just enough, I don't know, they have to hit you just right. Sometimes, usually when you have an emotion, you feel it and go through it. Like that energy is not staying. But in the case that you get a trapped emotion, that energy didn't work its way through. It got stuck. And it could get stuck anywhere. It can get stuck in different organs or glands or even in your aura, just whatever. But he describes that, Dr. Bradley describes that as like an energy ball that could be like the size of a baseball or bigger. And I I don't know where he got that, but (laughs) he did. But anyway, yeah, you can, sometimes you can feel that, that release or you can feel things loosen up as you release emotions. It's really interesting. So doing massage, one of my 
people I do massage on, I would work on their leg and he'd always get stuck in that one calf that was just like a rock. It was like two by four, as I call it. And I'm working, working, working. And finally, after I discovered the emotion code, I said, hey, hold on. Let's see if there's trapped emotions to do with this. And so sure enough, there's a tiny list of this, that, and the other. We released them. And then I went back to the leg to check that muscle and it had completely let up. I was just astonished. I'd never seen anything like that happen in the massage ever. So that was cool. I had gotten a massage one time. I was having problems with the left shoulder blade. All of a sudden I had a memory from another lifetime. Anger. (laughs) I was holding on to that. And that shoulder blade used to give me a lot of problems. But then when I had that realization, it was gone. So we can hold on to stuff. It doesn't matter if you're going through that at the moment, does it? Mm-mm. It's funny because when I went to massage school, they all talked about muscle memory and all this stuff and some wild stories, at least they sounded wild at the time mm-hmm. about things like that. And now you're starting to see the science behind this stuff that your DNA holds all this information. You are storing stuff. It's like, we're just giant memory sticks. That's a good way to put it. We're just all giant memory sticks. We, we kind of are. I mean, they're showing how they're storing things in DNA and like they can store more in a strand of DNA than they can whatever memory stick sizes we have out there now. Yeah. It's amazing. So yeah, you do store things in your being. And that has kind of explains why we would have trapped emotions that were inherited too. Yeah. Yeah. Trapped emotions are, that are inherited. Right. Tell me how that works. Well, it's amazing. There's, we can inherit things from the past, like your great, 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 whoever, grandma, grandpa, maybe experienced something, they trapped an emotion, they trapped what have you. And I don't know why, but it got passed down. And so things can plague a, a certain side of a family for no good reason. But once you release that from the person that finally decides, hey, I'm going to work on this, it releases all the way up to where it came from and anyone else was passed to from you. So that's kind of cool because you're, I, I want to call it cleaning up generational trauma. I think that's neat that you can do that mm-hmm. and you're helping your family as well as yourself. So, yeah, I do find this stuff does get passed down. I mean, when we take something on on a soul level to work on it. So we may have a soul contract to understand forgiveness. And if we don't achieve that in the current lifetime, then we can pass that down for the next person too, as well. So, I mean, that's how I see passing on these emotions and emotional patterns. I have no idea why my grandma might pass on one thing and not another. I don't know what the rhyme or reason is. I just know it happens. It happens. Just release it. That's what really matters. Just get it out of there. Right. And then even in utero, we can take things on, can't we? Yeah. Yeah. We actually, there's before that, even there's a prenatal trapped emotion. And then there's the preconception trapped emotion, something we brought with it. I also don't understand why we do that, but it happens when we are kind of figuring out what a trapped emotion is about, there's a decoding process, we call it, where we're figuring out like maybe what age that got trapped or what it has to do with whatever the, the person's subconscious 
requires them to know before they allow them to release it. So, and that's basically what we're dealing with is your subconscious. We're doing muscle testing of the subconscious because it knows everything about you and it's in touch. It knows what happened. It's it's your computer, basically, your computer memory of everything that's ever happened to you. So, yeah, we get in touch with the subconscious through the muscle testing, find out what the emotion is, find out maybe what information you need to know about it. And sometimes it's nothing. And sometimes it's quite a bit, but then you just release it. And that's that. It's easy peasy. <laughs> easy peasy. It really is. It's easiest. I mean, there's a bunch of modalities out there that, it, that all are working on releasing things, raising your vibration, releasing trauma, releasing this, working through that. And it's it, you're all going the same place, but I just think this is such an easy way to get there. Wow. So what is it in the emotion code and body code that is enabling this emotional release to happen? Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I would like to ask you a few simple favors. First of all, please rate, review, and share this podcast wherever you're listening. You know, it sounds like a simple little thing, and it is, but it has a huge impact for us because it helps other people find us in the podcasting algorithms. I don't know how it works, but I do know that it helps a lot. Next, if you would subscribe or follow wherever you're listening, whether that's YouTube or Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you're listening, just hit subscribe or follow and that helps you and it helps us. It helps you because then you receive notifications when we have a new episode that's out. It helps us because again, algorithm, magic, I don't know what happens but it helps. And then finally, you can support our podcast in a tangible way by going to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast, and then click on support the show. Now we have a new feature too. We are now on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon. You can also find the link to Patreon when you go to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast. So on Patreon, for $3 a month or $5 a month, you can support your metaphysical and spiritual growth. You can learn about upcoming guests, and you can get early and ad-free versions of the shows. So please support us. This podcast is free for you to listen, but we have costs, and quite frankly, they come out of my pocket. 
So if you like this content, if you get a lot out of it, please see what you can do to give back. Thank you so much. It's the person and their subconscious because it's a lot like, well, you do the hypnosis, you're talking to the person. They're really doing the work. It's the same thing here. You're really doing your own work, whether I'm helping you do it or you're doing it yourself. It doesn't matter. It's, it's you. So what is the process to find the emotion? Well, I would do muscle testing myself, but there's self muscle tests. There's some that you can, have you ever seen where they, it's a kinesiology uses this a lot, but where they will put their arm out and someone's pushing on the arm and asking questions. That's a muscle testing. There are a bunch of ways to do that. And um, a lot of them are on YouTube, actually, if you want to look up muscle testing. But if you want to do this at home yourself, the easy way is a sway test, which is probably on Dr. Nelson's videos. And then you figure out, you just take your chart. So you work your way down the chart, call them this, call them that. Is it evens or is it odds? And that'll narrow it down to a box of about five emotions. And then you'll ask each one. And it makes it easy to figure out, but and people go, well, how's this chart work or why are you using the chart? Well, that idea that everything's been thought is out there in the ethers for to access. That's the idea behind that. Like we did a little bit of body code the other day mm-hmm. and I was asking questions. Have you ever seen that app before? <laughs> I mean, and yet your subconscious that we were muscle testing knew right where to go. Because that information is already out there. Right. And, we're, and then the fact that we were remotely connecting like that for the muscle testing, it's all through that quantum field. We're all connected. So it's kind of cool. It is. Yeah. No, I had never seen the app before. I had never seen those charts. There's, do you, is it, does this mm-hmm. column A, column B? Is this row one, two, three, four? Right. So it, you get an idea of where. It is on these different charts, which I had no idea what the charts were. So find the emotion that I'm carrying in my body and have it be represented on a chart. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. You can question, are we really connected? Is that really happening? Past. And I'm pulling up what age something has to do with information that I don't know anything about. And suddenly it's making sense to them. And they're telling me a whole story that I'm like, huh. We have to be connected. Why would I get that information otherwise? Right. That makes sense. You know, I'm not a psychic. I'm just doing my muscle testing. So, Right. I mean, we think that this stuff is so private and so secret. And I mean, it is. There's so much about a person that others just don't know. But it is, it's out there in the open to be discovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's out there in your energy field. And I guess humanity hasn't walked around in a state of being able to just pick up on that, but it's there. Mm -hmm. I know we think everything's so private and it's not. (laughs) I mean, for instance, people who can see auras, they walk around and they can see a person's aura. You can, if they know what that means, like the different colors mean or whatever, that's giving them a lot of information that you think is private, but apparently not yeah that's that's kind of my point that yeah. all this stuff is so private and so unknown and so classified but mm-hmm. that energy is out there and for the people who can detect that and perceive it yeah you can find out a lot about a person just by looking at their energy 
Mm-hmm. And then you walk into a room and you can feel the heavy. Or there's a sense. Everybody has a sense of some kind. We mm. just haven't stopped to recognize that's what it is. Yeah, right, right. So once we locate the emotion in the body, is it necessary to find where it is in the body? Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It just depends on what your subconscious says you need to know. and. The rhyme or reason as to why you need to know what it makes sense to me. It's got to make sense to that, that person. And maybe it doesn't make sense on a conscious level. Maybe it's just, I don't know. I just follow what the subconscious tells me to do. So yeah, we'll find, I generally start with an age because that'll give me a clue as to my asking. Does it have more to do with the family member than otherwise or school or whatever? But yeah. You can decode quite a bit, or sometimes you don't need to decode much at all. So what happens when you don't decode much at all? You you just, am I okay to release this? And if you get a yes, well, don't you want to unpack that emotional baggage and toss that out? I would. So yeah, you just release it. Yeah. But And the way to release things is they say, take your hand, which has magnetic properties, or mm-hmm. you can take a magnet. And you just write over this governing meridian over your head. And if I were doing this to you, if you were sitting in front of me, I might go down your back on that part of the governing meridian. But that basically, there's a certain amount of times you're going to have to do that if it's inherited versus experienced or absorbed or what have you. But yeah. And then you just ask, did I successfully release this? And if you did, well, great. And some people will feel it as it happens. Hmm. And I was working on somebody that, that could see colors as things released. Others will just feel that that energy movement. And you know, it's interesting. It's like an emotional detox, basically. I mean, anything that is associated with the detoxification physically might happen emotionally. It's like a purge, an energetic purge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emotions stuck in the body. What does that do to us? What is the result of that? Well, we all have the energy flow that needs to be able to flow freely and the way it's supposed to to be in homeostasis. And when we get things stuck in the body, it's like a roadblock. I mean, it, it messes up that flow. And so you wouldn't want that happening with your circulatory system. So you definitely don't want to have that happen with your energetic system either, because that's that's everything here. Energy first and physical so yeah it opens up that flow to be releasing these things and it's amazing when you feel it physically because I've had to happen myself quite a bit just releasing things and all of a sudden like oh I can do this or a couple days later I'm like hey that problem seems to be gone how interesting yeah right so we release it what does this do on the meridian when you run the map you're running on that governing meridian and I just, I'm not exactly sure what we're doing with that. I think we're just disrupting a little energy to kind of shake things up, but that is, it basically is effective for releasing it. It works. Wow. Yeah. And if you read the emotion code book, which that's Dr. Bradley's book, sometimes there are different places that you have to hit for that governing meridian, like on the hand, you'll have to do like this, or there's an arm it just depends, but most of the time it's going to be over the head mm. or down the back. It depends on if you're doing it or 
someone else doing it for you. Mm-hmm. So when it's released, what happens in the body then? Well, that energy is allowed to dissipate and energy isn't destroyed necessarily. It just changes form. So it's released from you. And then you're a little more free flowing. Your energy is a little less blocked. So I don't know what happens to the energy. I guess it goes out and changes form. (laughs) Right. No new energy can be created and none can be destroyed. It just takes different forms. Right. Right. So it's a transmuted, let's say, maybe. So what is the difference between the emotion code and the body code, really? The emotion code is basically just the chart of emotions. And there's, let's say, six times. There's, I want to say, 60, maybe, emotions on there that are represented. Now, the vibrational, um, the energetic vibration of those emotions. So if the word exactly isn't what you would have used, it's probably the vibration we're after. It's probably going to fit in there. So that pretty much covers all of the things and like happiness isn't on that chart because we don't need to release happiness, but these are more the kind of things, the lower things that are blocking like depression, frustration, anger, bitterness, whatever. But yeah, so that just deals with emotions and the body code. Oh my gosh, that gets into so much more. I can't wait to get that done. (laughs) It, It has so many different categories of things. It's not just emotions. And it gets into more complicated emotions in one part where it's compound of this, that, and the other emotion, which now makes a new vibrational frequency of its own. Maybe that's shared with someone. Maybe that's stuck in the heart wall. There's another thing we we need to circle back to is the heart wall. But yeah, like you can get into energy of viruses, energies of bacteria, get into dental toxins. We ran into... EMF toxin comes up a lot. I mean, just, it has so much more in it than just emotions to release or to balance out. It's amazing. Meridians come up, chakras come up. It's just an amazing app. Right. So we hold on to, well, for body code, we hold on to more than just the emotions. Emotions are a big part. We can hold on to toxins. Yeah. EMFs. That came up for me the other day. Yeah. Related to the roller rink when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. Your subconscious came up with that. I have no idea what that's about. But yeah, something at that roller rink. Right. There was some some free radical. I don't know what it was. And so then we release them. How do people feel after having these things released? Sometimes there's a sense of feeling lighter. That's a really common one. Or during the release, sometimes the energy movement may cause some, there may be burping, there may be that feeling of energy moving for some people, the heaviness lifting, you can get tired, you can get thirsty. I mean, anything that has to do with a detox like that. I had one girl that, that I had done release for, and it was about something fairly traumatic for her that had happened. Mm -hmm. And she remembers going to the bathroom and just, she threw up. And for some reason, she just instinctively knew this is me purging this. And she told me that later. She said, after that, I was fine. So yeah, it can go that extreme, but it usually doesn't. But it depends on what you're releasing too. And the individual. So, Right. 
Right. We've got to get it out rather than keep it inside. Mm -hmm. Interesting that even toxins in the body can be released with energy over the meridian. Yeah. That just floors me the many, many things that that body code comes up with that you can release. And now they're coming out with the belief code, which I haven't actually seen the discovery healings belief code information yet, but to be able to hopefully release limiting beliefs, that's going to be awesome too. That would be amazing. Oh yeah. There's so many beliefs we hold on to that are, that just don't serve anymore. Yeah. From other lifetimes. Just this lifetime alone is enough, (laughs) But yeah, like a lot of times too, you can break up patterns like emotional patterns or thought process patterns of your own just with the the trapped emotions, just in the emotion code. Because I mean, I think everyone should start with just emotion code and get used to what's going on, how it works, how to ask the questions and such before they move to the body code because that you could get lost in there. (laughs) Whereas emotion code is one chart, a little simpler give you time to get your footing as to what you're doing. How did Dr. Bradley discover all of this? And that story amazes me. He has always believed in a higher power and he always asked for help while he was doing his chiropractic. He, with each patient, he committed silently and they didn't necessarily know this. Ask for, let me help this patient in the best way, blah, blah, blah. And stuff would just come to him and he'll call that a download, which I find interesting because He's coming from a more Christian perspective and downloads coming from what I think is a more metaphysical world perspective, the wording of it anyway, but things would just come to him. And then over time, I mean, I don't think this was developed overnight. It took quite a bit of time. He discovered one thing, discovered another thing. And eventually it just became this emotion code, which he then finally put out to the world and the body code. I mean, that blows my mind how... It's so much information. I don't even know how he put that together, but well, it's, it's, it's so it's, cool. You can it just the whole concept of we're going to pass a magnet over it. We're going to use muscle to find it in a chart. I know it. It blows my mind. I I would have loved to have been there to see this happen and to see this come to life. Right. So that always amazes me when people can just approach these things with such an open mind. It's like, it's never been done before. This is a new concept and we're going to put it in a container. It's all interesting. I know. It's amazing. And do you ever use other modalities? How does that work? Well, like in the body code, just the other day, we came up with need for, and we narrowed it down to, in this case, Reiki. I've come up with that. Mm -hmm. There are, what was there on that list? Acupuncture, acupressure, something else. There were different things. And that's just in the body code. It would direct you to, you need something over here. But yeah, if you come up with, for instance, the EMF you were talking about, well, what did we need to do for that grounding? Well, grounding, you maybe you want to go out and stand on the, the earth barefoot. Maybe you don't, but you can send, and this amazed me too. I was watching this in class. You can actually intend to send grounding energy to a person and even and do the swipes if you want over the meridian. And it works. It's like, we just need to step out of the box 
of the way we think. It's amazing what we can do with energy that we just don't think about. Right. And just who would think to send grounding energy? It's like one thing to think I'm going to send Reiki because we know Reiki is universal life force energy, but grounding, I mean, that's the earth. How can I send that to my friend? I know it. And it never had occurred to me until I saw this in class. And I was like, wait, back up. That wasn't even the point of the lesson. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never thought of that before. Why not? It's just, it, I think we just, we haven't been taught that. So we don't think it. We just need to step outside of the box for a minute. And... Absolutely. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself going back to some of the other modalities that you use? Yeah. Emotion code and body code are awesome. And they'll cover a lot of things. But if you're in the middle of, say, a panic attack, okay? Right. I'm going to jump to tapping. I'm going to jump to EFT first because you're probably not calm enough to do any of the other. But it is really good for that sort of thing because you can immediately calm. And you're tapping on different things that all have to do with those meridians. So it's not that far off, but it's a different approach. So yeah, you can calm down anxiety. You can calm down a, a fear or a phobia a much quicker that way. And then you can go work on maybe what trapped emotions or whatever's beneath it. But yeah, to calm it down right that minute, I would jump to tapping before I would do that. Because you also are an EFT, emotional freedom technique. Mm -hmm. So tell me a bit about that. Well, it's EFT and TFT, which are two different tapping, they call it modalities that are kind of combined is what I went to, went and learned. But one of them is more of a, a consistent pattern of tapping. And the other had some things that got mixed up or different, different ways. I found that a little confusing to be changing it up all the time. Mm -hmm. But in the mix of them, basically it's you're in that energy of whatever you want to break up at that moment. You're thinking of it. You're bringing it to mind. Maybe you're in the middle of a panic attack, whatever the case is. You do the tapping, you tap it on those meridians and kind of disrupting that a little. And then once that calms down a little bit, you want to change your focus to what you want versus what you didn't want, which is what was just happening. And you kind of change the wording as to what you're saying as you're going along. And that, that takes some getting used to. But let's say I'm having a panic attack about something specific that I actually can identify. I may be talking about, oh, this isn't, it isn't fair. It isn't this. I'm really upset about this. I'm tapping on that. Well, once that calms down a little bit, now I'm going to be talking the opposite about positives and tapping that more into me than out of me. And it's just, it's an amazing thing. <laughs> it really is. So the combination of the two is much better than just one or the other, in my opinion. You're talking about the combination between EFT. EFT and TFT. Yeah, one is emotional freedom technique is what they call it. And the other was thought field therapy. Both basically were dealing with vibrational frequency or energy at the basis of it all. Because a thought is energy and emotion is energy. And, and look how they affect us. I mean, it, you can send yourself into a panic attack. Mm -hmm. You can get yourself out of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. It's amazing. I, before, long before I discovered emotion code, I was dealing with some PTSD that I like to call PTS because it's not really a disorder. You can fix this. 
it might be a disorder at the moment. But so I didn't know what I was going to do about that. So I'm Googling and I'm looking at, oh, they said EMDR. Wait a minute. That was in one of my tapping books. So I jumped back to tapping and I used that with the eye movement stuff. And within six months, I had nothing happening anymore. Mm. But I chased after it regularly because I really wanted the the things I was flashing back to in my head and all to stop. So mm. I was religious about it. But uh, it, that alone worked for me. So I think it can be very helpful. And that's why I think there are so many modalities out there. There's not just Reiki, there's Karuna Reiki, there's Usui Reiki, there's Holy Fire Reiki. I mean, there's you know, EFT, TFT, emotion code, body code, belief code coming soon. All of these different things, we need to find the modality that works best for us. Yeah, what fits the situation too. Because And then, then there's ho- Ho'oponopono and I forget what else. <laughs> there's there's the hypnosis the qhht you do there's the rtt that someone else does there's so many ways yeah the rapid transformation rt yeah 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 it's all i mean you're all going the same place releasing stuff clearing up issues from it's just a different way to get there and maybe one works better for someone than another Right. Yes. Yes. Sometimes one thing works better for us than another one. I can't explain why that is because it all, they all roads lead to the same place, but sometimes we just need to take a different road than somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe if something resonates more with a person than another thing, you know, mm-hmm. what, what rhyme or reason makes it better for them? I don't know. And I don't think it matters as long as it works. As long as it works, right. The proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And this stuff does work, doesn't it? The emotion code, the body code. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I didn't come across emotion code till like January 2021. Mm-hmm. And I was, I've had a history in my lifetime of that depression, that really bad suicidal kind of thing on and off, like as long as I can remember. And I was having one of those episodes in 2021 where I was at a low point and here comes the motion code just bam I just discovered it at the right moment like it was handed to me by the universe or something but so the first thing I did was start working on depression and my list for depression it's funny all the emotions on the emotion code chart depression's on there nope it was not one single thing on my list and it was a hundred and some trapped emotions long not one single one of them was actually depression itself so anything can cause anything i mean you can only release so many trapped emotions at a time before your body needs to process so that took me a week week and a half or more to work through but i am telling you i never felt the same after that it was it was great it was like finally that whatever that was that had weighed me down for all those years was just gone And that was pretty cool. And then I've had some physical issues that I thought, oh, well, let's just try it on that. And I've cleared up several things that I couldn't figure out medically, but I figured it out the emotion code. And I'm like, wow. 
So after I was having these results, I'm trying it on my friends and whatever, and they're experiencing things. And and it was so neat. I thought I got to get certified in this. I want to be able to share this professionally. Wow. So I did. (laughs) So you did, right? Oh, yeah. That's wonderful because this stuff really does help people. I know that on a personal note, you did some work on my daughter and I could tell a difference in her. She had no idea that this happened. We, you know, you got it, went about getting permission kind of through the ethers, through the quote. Well, you're technically, she's a minor. So technically you, you have the ability to give the permission in that case, but if she weren't, but yeah, I did muscle test that to make double sure that that permission was okay. And yeah, if I didn't have permission, I wouldn't have been able to release it. It just doesn't work unless you have that person's permission, which is interesting. I tested that too, (laughs) just to see if it were true. Right. Well, I noticed that it did make a difference in her. I mean, I could tell. So I, this stuff works. It's amazing. Yeah. It's funny too, how the body communicates things. Now, I don't remember anything in in her case that came up, but one of my friends was going through a, a divorce. And every time that her soon to be ex would come over to pick up anything. She'd come over and she's like, Oh man, my neck is hurting. Blah, blah. I can't turn my head this way. And I'm like, and I had by this time mastered this little muscle test on the go. So we're in the car. I'm like, well, let me see what I can find for you. Cause okay. And I found a, an emotion or two and released them. And within like 30 minutes, she's like, Oh, Hey, I can move my neck again. Well, this happened another time. He come over to get something her next father and we hadn't put this together yet, of course. And so I found a couple things, released them. And again, she could turn her neck again, which I love that when it happens that fast because it's like immediate result. But all of a sudden she put that together like, oh, wait a minute. He was over again today. That's funny. It's a pain in my neck. And it's like, oh, the body's talking to you in some funny ways. There, There is a sense of humor out there. <laughs> you know the way things get but yeah sometimes things are trapped in places that that have a message like that it's kind of funny and I think our language tells us that for a reason because certain things do hang out over and over and over again in the body so pain in the neck pain in the butt yeah, uh, the but- weight of the world on your shoulders and people have tight shoulders yeah it's weird yeah, I think our language reflects what we feel. Yeah, I think there's something to there's so so many sayings that I'm like, well, where'd that come from? How'd that originate? It don't make sense now, but if you look back through and and yeah, some of them have origins like that. That oh, how simple! But I didn't know that. Right. So, yeah. So, so sometimes it is handy to find out where in the body it's trapped when you're first working on this to kind of see those things come out like that. I had one that it was a trapped emotion that had to do with a specific person that we weren't exactly like friends and it was trapped in the left foot because we didn't get off on the right foot. I'm like, that's hilarious universe. (laughs) That is too funny. Well, do you have any success stories, evidence that this thing really works? Anybody have a remarkable release or healing or anything like that? I actually, yeah, there's a few people. Well, I have my own where I did my depression stuff and it's never been quite the same after that. I 
did some physical things with myself. I was working in the body code with my, like, I have ribs go out sometimes. Like, And I was sitting there working on the body code with myself one day and each thing I would release, I'm sitting there going crack, crack, crack. It was almost like I was having an adjustment without having an adjustment. It was bizarre. And I was like, this is so cool. But yeah, I have a friend. He had to do so much homework in the emotion code class to get the certificate. And so some of the people I did emotion code for in the class, like the girl that we ended up vomiting and then, mm-hmm. but that, that cleared up that issue, which was causing her, I, I wanted, she was more or less having some PTSD symptoms of what had happened. And that had cleared up for her, which I thought was great because we did like two sessions on her and it was gone. Awesome. That's not always as easy as that. But another person I know he had had allergies every year at a certain time, just and then they came on and they were just horrible. And he felt like a really super bad cold. Mm-hmm. And he would have this every year. And we were working on different things with his shoulder and his back and, and what have you. And those things would stop after I would do like a session or two, like, oh yeah, hey, that feels better. But then he started to notice that the next time the allergy season rolled around, he didn't have anything happen. And he's like, ever since we've done that emotion code, I haven't had an allergy attack at all. And I'm like, well, that's good. Cause I don't remember working on allergies specifically, but you never know what an emotion that's trapped is going to be doing to you. It could be doing two or three things to you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I find sometimes when we pull the thread that allows other things to come <clears throat> for you. Yeah. Yeah. And well, one thing with myself, even I was working on different things, just a little, I think of a list or I discovered that whenever something would trigger me to have a reaction, I would stop and go, okay, this is an opportunity to work on a list for whatever this trigger is. So there's some more emotional stuff we could work on. Well, as I kept doing that, I used to be, uh, well, I'm not going to say I'm not, but the ADHD, I mean, my friends could tell if I took my Adderall or I didn't. And I could feel it when I took it in the morning or I did because it was a huge difference. But after working on so much stuff and, and eventually I stopped taking my Adderall and I didn't feel like I didn't take my Adderall. It's weird because I, I don't notice it at all. I mean, I may still have little ADHD-ish stuff that I do, or, but for the most part, my focus is better. I don't take meds anymore. And, and I don't even notice that I didn't have to, anything where you come off of those and you're maybe you're tired or anything. I had nothing like that. Wow. Dog. Right. That's amazing. And of course, everybody's results are different. No two results are the same, I find. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of Dr. Bradley's testimonials and stuff, he'll be like, oh, we released this one or these two things and this miraculous thing happened and I'm like that's awesome but I had to be the poster child of let's make it a list of a hundred things instead of one or two but yeah some people are more work than others and I'm one of them but (laughs) but yeah you just never know what's going to cause what if there's one trapped emotion causing it or five or ten or whatever you don't know but get in there and dig around that's amazing stuff Now, we've been talking about all of the wonderful things you do that you also use a device, the AO device. Yeah, the AO scanner, which is by Solex. 
So technically, I am a quantum healing advocate for Solex, and that's an independent contractor, basically. Don't work for them. I'm just part of that. But yeah, the AO scanner deals with frequencies and different things like that. It's amazing what you can do with frequencies. And there's an inner voice program which analyzes your voice and all the frequencies of you are contained in your voice and it'll figure out like which notes and tones you're high or low on that day and which tones or whatever we need to be played to bring you back into a more homeostasis kind of a place and it it just blows my mind they get into color therapies which colors you need more of just so much stuff it's just a mind-blowing little device and they keep adding more and more so it's never ending but when someone says oh i feel down today well here i made a, a playlist of frequencies for depression you want me to turn it on for you and, and that's going out there through the quantum field to a person but i've done it to myself for a headache and help myself i think we did that once actually but yeah and and it's just amazing what can be done but and then there's the main reason i bought the eos scanner when i did though had to do with the fact that you could imprint frequencies into crystals into your jewelry your metal jewelry especially and things like that and then you're wearing something with that frequency on you and which is funny i like that theory and then they came out with something called cephi dots which are these little stick on dots you you can imprint the frequencies in those and then you stick them on different meridians points on your body which again we're back to meridians and <laughs> so it's just awesome they're using that on animals i've seen testimonials where they're putting that on horses to help them as well as people but yeah it's just amazing stuff yeah, and that is so cool. Now, you offer all of these things that you do to do with clients. Mostly you do this stuff online, but occasionally that you might have an office or something that you're renting where people can see you at the office, but generally this is online, right? Yeah, everything we do, like we can do this on Zoom like we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do emotion code this way. We can do body code this way. Tapping can be done this way. I want that person to be able to see me and then do that on themselves because basically I'm we're all helping ourselves in, in essence. It's not I'm not doing anything magic that's making anything happen. It's I'm guiding that person to heal themselves. So yeah, that can be done there. AO scan, obviously, I can sit here and shoot that through the quantum field all I want. And I'd prefer to do like the tuning fork sound therapy kind of a thing in person, even though it can be done remotely. I just think there's something to hearing that that Agreed. makes it, I don't know, just enhances it or something. But yeah, most everything can be done. It's all energy, so it can all be done this way. All connected. And then you encourage having a phone consultation right up front. Yeah, yeah. Figure out, because yeah, if you're prone to panic attacks maybe starting with emotion codes is not where we want to start but maybe it is i don't know but yeah if you need some particular tool that you can put in your tool belt to help you calm down during that i would probably go with tapping first and then work on emotion code right yeah so, yeah 
Paul is very helpful to let you figure out kind of a game plan. What do we want to do? Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's triage which direction you need to go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And these consultation calls can be made by going to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash Tracy dash McQuinn. And that link will be in the show notes for this episode. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on any of the audio platforms, that's radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash Tracy dash McQuinn. Tracy, is there anything we have not talked about that you think is important? I'm sure there is, but nothing's coming to mind right now. There's, I mean, it's such a deep subject. The whole thing is such a, you talk about that for hours. Right. So I would suggest if anybody has any questions, how this might apply to you or what next steps might be or how this all works, schedule that consultation call is what, like a 15, 20 minute consultation? Yeah. 15, 20 minutes. We should be able to figure out if this is for you or what is for you or Mm-hmm. You know. So that, of, of course, it, again, it's in the show notes, but radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash Tracy dash McQuinn. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for joining me today. There's so much more to talk about, but I think we hit the highlights. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.